This episode contains adult language, mature situations, destitute vagabonds, drunks, philosophical concepts, Alcoholics Anonymous, biographies, destitution, depression, and homeless cuisine. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 79, Zan's Disappearing Act. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Manga Review. I'm your host, Zan. How you doing today? Pretty good, I'm hoping. I'm doing good, you know. The weekend was awesome. My birthday was relaxing and excellent, and I became an old fart. Well, I'm, you know, how much older? 28? Damn old. But I had fun. Interesting time. Hung out with Belchan and... Ba- Mason and Wolf and all my old friends. It was pretty cool. You know, Corrado, Jim, uh, Superman, Deke, everybody. You probably don't know any of these names except for the basics, you know. Belchan, Mason, but it was really fun. I had a good time. Well, I'm getting a little ahead of myself. First off, welcome. Spark inside that provides information and views about manga. Pretty much what happens is every episode I'll review a manga and tell you a little bit about it. Give you the information about the artist, author, all the information about what it's about, and give you a little bit of just a glossing over about what it is exactly and is it worth even reading. That way you don't go to the bookstore or internet and say, hey, this manga looks really cool, and you pick it up on the internet and it's sent to you, and when you get it, it completely sucks. I do all the dirty work by reading these manga and buying them, and, you know, I hopefully inspire you to make the right decisions on what is worth reading and what's not. I mean, you don't have to agree with anything I say, but... I try the best I can. I hope I'm a little entertaining. Also, I rate these in a system of five different ratings. Now, the first rating is, of course, take it to a priest purified and then burn it and pish on the ashes. That means it's just utter shit. The next rating is, of course, the typical reading material at a mental institution or psychiatric clinic. Pretty much, it's just stuff that you you can get by by. You can read it. But it's just—it's only if you have to. The next one is a gift from your crazy Aunt Muriel. Okay, but forgettable. Enough said. Middle of the ground. It's all right. Could be better, but who knows? The next one, my personal favorite, and the one I use the most apparently, is borrow from a friend and don't return unless offered Pocky. Unless Pocky or Gummy Bears. Pretty much that means it's really good. But there's like one little thing which fucked it up. Maybe story was too slow, or the art design wasn't great, or it was months between each volume, or it isn't even released over here. And the final one is really, really, really fucking cool. If you don't buy this now, your brain will freeze, your eyes will swell up, and your soul will be forfeit to the great Somo Gustav. <laughs> hey, a little palazzo. That is the best and highest rating. You must do exactly what it says, unfortunately. But it is awesome and truly great if it gets that rating. And, um, 
Well, what else is going on with the Spyrokin Modern Review? Well, I redesigned the website again. So if you go to spyrokin.podbean.com, not www, it is http colon forward slash forward slash spyrokin.podbean.com. You can check out our new logo design. It should look pretty good. And I know I haven't been releasing these on time, so this is probably like a month behind. Sorry about that. Because we're, you know, but I'm doing the best I can. And, you know, I'm keeping them recording at least. I just don't remember to edit them. It takes like seven hours to edit so it takes a long time. But, again, that's neither here nor there. You can also email me at spyrokin at gmail.com, zan.spyrokin at gmail.com if you really want to get in touch with me because my main one, the Spyrokin, is just mainly with all the little news and whatnot. Anyway, it doesn't matter. You can also text me at spyrokin on Twitter, or I'm also on Xbox Live, which is zan space spyrokin, and zan is X-A-N, not Z-A-N or S-A-N. XAN. Alright, it's XAN. And also, if you want to contact me via voicemail, it is 206-426-6665. That again is 206-426-MONK. I will play any message on air. Just send it and leave it, and it's no problem. I will play it. I will make sure that you are heard and listened to, and I will give all the props to you. So, 79 episodes, and today we're in for a treat, because we're reading a work of art. And what do I mean by it's a work of art? Well, actually, it's a little different because this is an actual biography. Well, a f- slightly fictionalized, but it is a biography. I'm getting a little ahead of myself. So, if you remember from the last episode of the Sparkin Manga Review, I spun the Wheel of Manga, which is the show's greatest asset. And it dictated unto me that I'd be reviewing... Well, I said it wrong last week, but it is The Disappearance Diary by Hideo Azuma. Now, for those of us who are from the United States and possibly England, you have no idea who the hell Hodeo Asma is. But most lowly fans will know exactly who the hell I'm talking about. Now, Hodeo Asma is this mangaka who was born around 1950, and he actually was trained with Monkey Punch, who did Lupin Third, which is kind of cool. And what happened was that in the 70s and 80s, he created a lot of artwork and manga, which was kind of unusual and unique, having to do with young girls, and a lot of guys would lust over these young girls with high skirts and things. It wasn't porn, but it was something a little bit different. Um, One of his more popular works is this one work called, um, I think it's called Dolly Sun Goddess. It's about the daughter of Apollo and all the antics she gets into with her cousin Eros. Kind of cool if you like mythology. I do, but I have never read it. I can't even find it because it's no longer made. It was like a main the 70s and 60s, but long story short, this phenomenon he created ended up being known as Lolicon. So this guy is the creator of Lolicon, the manga, not the concept. So if you ever want to hate someone, this is the guy you gotta hate. And anyway, so what happened is that he also does some science fiction series like, uh, what is it, Japanese Hugo, and he does a couple of other things besides that. He's done a lot of other unique manga and art. But what happened was, around 1989, I would have been eight years old at the time, he kind of became disillusioned with mangaka. Hated it, and so what happened was that he ran away. And this is what led to this book which is almost a diary. It's a one-shot volume. It's a slice-of-life manga. came out originally 2005 and was released over here around 2008. It's won several awards, including 
uh, Manga Media Art Award, the Tezuka Azuma Cultural Prize. It got the uh, Small Press Expo's Outstanding Graphic Novel in 2009. Sorry, just got to scratch my nose. Sorry about that. Mic is right next to my nose. The new mic kind of irritates a little bit. And he's done a couple of other very unique one-shot mangas. And a lot of other warts he's won with this. But, so, like I said, this is about him during this time he disappeared. Now, you're probably wondering, so he disappeared, so what? Well, it's done in a very interesting way. Because his art style, I mean, when you see his other art, like all of his Lolicon stuff, it's drawn very beautifully and very sexy and... You know, it's done well. But when you see his personal art, his drawing of himself, it's very caricature and very Sunday comic-y. And that's how this is almost done. It's done like a Sunday comic. So it's kind of cute and simple and not at all imposing, and especially for the subject matter at hand. Now, what happened is that, like I said, he became disillusioned with drawing manga for a while, and so he went on what he calls his sabbatical. And to quote it, he says, On my sabbatical, I went to my workplace in the morning, drank booze and slept, at night I returned home, drank booze and slept. Living like this more and more, I found myself being attacked by depressive anxieties and delusions, and I wanted to die. So he decides to find a mountain to kill himself. And, in a very funny and cute way, he says, I'd run out of money and drank the last of my liquor, and I hung myself using the slope of a mountain. But what happened was I ended up falling asleep. So he screws up, fall, he kind of hangs himself in a way where the the noose just slides down the, tr- the the trunk of the tree and just lands to the ground. So he just falls asleep right there. And he ends up becoming homeless. So what happens is that he ends up, just for the help of it, living on his own and surviving out there. Like, for example, on his first day out, he eats bird food. Like, someone left out a mandarin orange for bird food and he steals it. He steals a net which was on the ground to make a blanket. He eats wild radishes. He, well, does a couple of other things. Like he steals tempura oil to make a light and also cooks with it. He eats out of the trash can. And he talks about things like about how when he was younger, his rice bowl was always heaped full and he was always overfed. And, you know, he never really had the stomach to not eat a lot and now he's forced to and he has no problem with it. He also does a lot of other things including rubbaging and garbage to get cigarettes and liquor and it's done pretty well it's kind of interesting because you see how this guy kind of is very he's homeless and he's kind of digging it and the funny thing is he's not really homeless because after a little bit of time which you see him surviving, and he has a neighbor, which is a fictitious, and the cops end up arresting him. Well, they finally catch up to him, because they think he's a vagrant, because he's been living on his own for maybe, I don't know, two months, about. So they catch him, and they arrest him, and he's like, oh, well, you come in and sit down, and we, you stole those shoes. No, no, no. He's like, so who are you? Uh, my name is Hideo Azuma. Okay. Oh, you know there's a missing report on you? What? Yeah, your wife put a missing report out on you about two months ago. She thought you were dead. He's like, oh, crap. So he ends up being taken home, being depressed. Meanwhile, the cops have him draw an art picture of himself because the only thing he had with him during this entire time of his, well, vagrancy was he had his bag full of his art supplies. And that's the first third of this book. So it's kind of funny to see him just being a vagrant 
I mean, it's a very depressing topic. I mean, a lot of stuff he goes through is kind of horrific, but the way he draws it is so cartoony, you can't help but laugh. But when you think about it, it's kind of disturbing. Like, the fact that he... What is it? Um, Where was it? Just flipping through it. He explains about the fact that there's some bread he finds, which is covered in mold, so he picks off the mold, and then he uses sunshine disinfectant. Like, he just leaves it out, and then he eats it later, and gets sick because of it. And he's like, oh, I got sick, but I was fine the next day. Ha ha ha. So, the second part of this very unique story is, about two years later, he's back to his old ways. It's now 1992, and he's, well... He decides to become a vagrant again. For the hell of it. Because of the fact he's kind of stressed out by his editors, and again he goes off on his own, and he becomes a bum. And what happens is, is he's become a bum. This guy sees him and says, Hey, you want a job? Okay. So he ends up getting a job as a pipe layer. What happens is, if you have a gas pipe, he learned how to go to your house, fix the pipe wherever the problem was. Like if you had to replace it, you cut it open, and then you put a new hose there, you wrap it up, or when you when you change it. Very technical stuff which I don't really understand, even though it sounds, he puts it very simply. But, he did that for a while, even though no one noticed he's not a real person, and I mean, not that he's not a real person, but he has a life outside of this. And I'm surprised his wife stuck with him through this, because again, he was gone this time for like six months. And he even says, if you read in the, because uh, what happened is the book is designed with a scoring cover, so it's almost like a fold-out cover. And he explains, like, was your wife pissed off? She's like, my wife was just flabbergasted as why I did it the first time. She wasn't upset, but she removed my studio and turned it into a foyer. And he's like, my kids, after I came back, didn't even recognize me. Because he'd been gone for a while. So it's pretty kind of messed up. Uh, one of the constants throughout it is that Ozma is constantly drinking. Like, when he finds money on the street, he uses it to buy liquor. Um, he takes a bunch of liquor bottles from an old liquor store and he fills them with water and kind of makes his own gin. And at one point he actually just takes a bunch of bottles and takes the drops of each one and pours it into one bottle to make his own concoction. And it's one of the little driving forces that he does because he drinks a lot. And this actually takes effect and shows what happens later on at the end of the manga because the third story arc, like I said, there's three parts of this. The third part is a couple years later what happens is his drinking gets really bad. Like, he drinks, like, what did he say? He's like, I drink at the park, I drink at City Hall, I drink in cafe bathrooms. I was utterly drunk by evening, but I buy a carton of shoku on the way home and drink when I get home. I couldn't drink, so I slept. I drink, I drink, I drink, I drink. I puked while asleep, and the next morning I was hungover, but I got a drink. And he spent all day puking, then drank, then he'd sleep and drank. And so essentially he became an alcoholic. And what happened was that his wife and family decided this isn't good, so they committed him to an alcoholics program in the city. Well, in the hospital. So he ends up going to forced Alcoholics Anonymous and it's his life in this hospital, which was pretty bad. It's kind of funny, but it's pretty bad. Like, you think about it, a lot of people, you see all these crazy people who work in the hospital who are there, the other alcoholics, like one of them, he's been there six times because he keeps falling off the wagon. Another one is there because, in fact, he has nowhere else to go. You have one who's a religious zealot. 
And there's one guy who borrows his money all the time, and there's one person who helps everybody all the time, and one guy who he, he turns over his new leaf, and then what happens is that he drinks 15 cans of sake afterwards because he thinks it was cyanide, and he's um, trying to kill himself. It's a very, very depressing story, but it's done in a very funny and comical way. Now... Like I said, the art style is pretty good. The story is, it's a biography. It's a, just an interesting time in Azuma's life. And what could we say about it, except it's just... It's a pretty fun book. I mean, it is depressing, but it's a little bit... You know, it gives you insight on what it's like to be homeless a little bit. Let's put it in a fun way. Because, I mean, some of the stuff, it makes you really just appreciate what you have a little more like the fact that he you know makes his own cook he makes his own pots and he steals from a well he steals from a lot of places he steals the garbage from a bunch of food stores steals the garbage from McDonald's or tries to but they steal it and he steals cigarettes from everybody which is where he got caught from because he's stealing cigarettes from the street but it's pretty just what can I say? It's about homeless bums. Now, if you like stories which are just invigorating and original, you'll like this story, because like I said, it's a, a slice of life following this guy kind of go into depression and just get out of it a little bit. And it's done in a very lighthearted and humorous way. If you enjoy action, there's nothing in this. You're not going to like it. If you like straight-up splapstick comedy or this Moe stuff, you're not going to like it, but there's some interesting pictures in it. If you like horror, you're not going to like it. It's to a very select audience. Now, me personally, I liked it a lot. I showed this to Belle Chan. She didn't like it. She's like, this is kind of disturbing and sad. So she didn't like it. Mason just thought it was just kind of weird. So it's very select audience. And... For that reason, I have to give it a... Well, I will give it a... Gift for me, Crazy Aunt Muriel. Okay, but forgettable. It's not because it is okay, but forgettable. Because the, the book, you won't forget. Believe me, you will not forget anything you read about it. Because it is an insightful and a little bit empowering story. About a guy getting his life, well, turned upside down by running away. While well, he still has money, and you know, he's... You're wondering at times, like, why is he living on his own when he has all this money at home? He, he has money. Nope, he's just living like a bum. It's like that guy you see in that movie, the one who he's homeless, and for an experiment, they give him $10,000, and he blows it all on liquor. It's, it's, it's an interesting character study. I mean, if you like stories like that, you're going to love it. But the reason why I gave it such a low rating is because of the fact that not a lot of people will like this. I mean, it's worth checking out. Don't get me wrong. I, I love it. A lot of people find it interesting, but the majority of the people are not going to like it. That's the thing. It's just going by the, well, going by the fans. But this is a must-read one-shot. I mean, like I said, it's one manga. It's nothing more. It's worth having. I mean, I paid, what was it? I paid $16 for it on Amazon, so it was not bad. You can't find it in any bookstores, unfortunately, so you're going to have to Amazon it. But, hey, if you like having mangas just one shots you're gonna love it so i would recommend it i mean my personal opinion would be i would give this re really 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 fucking cool 
but for the masses, I have I will give it a gift from your crazy aunt Muriel. Wonderful and unforgettable, but okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so so I know it was kind of short, but like I said, this is a pretty self-explanatory book. As he runs away, gets caught, runs away again, gets caught. There's not much else you can really say about Azuma's real his adventure. I mean, it's got a very positive outlook on life, and all the realism has been taken out. Just to let you know, there's no realism in it whatsoever. So definitely check it out. You might like it if you have a chance. But uh, huh. so now what is left to do? Well, nothing much. I mean, I gave you all the contact information. You can check us out at spirekin.podbean.com. Uh, there are no contests right now except typical write in your submissions for what you want on the wheel of manga. John Sasser wrote in he wants me to do Psychic Mai. I put it on the wheel two times and it's failed both times, unfortunately. Don't worry, eventually it will get up there. And, uh, that's it. I mean, there is nothing... Oh, yes, I can't forget the most important part of the Spark and Manga review. And what am I speaking about? I'm talking about the one, the only, the, the friends, the Wheel of Manga, except no substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with ten spots on What I've done is I've attached ten manga titles to each of the numbers. So, in each of the ten spots, there is an, a name for a manga, which I'm reviewing for the next episode of the Spyrokin Manga View, number 80. We made it to 80 episodes on this show, which is pretty cool. So, when I spin, whatever it lands on, that's what I'm going to be reviewing for the next episode of Spyrokin Manga View. So, let me spin the Wheel of Manga to see what I'm going to be reading. Number four. And so, for episode 80 of the Sparkin Manga Review, I'm going to be reviewing Bartender. Pretty cool. So I'm reading, reviewing a Senin series, which Fightbait loves. I've never read it, so we'll see what happens. And it's another, well, it's another manga about alcohol, because this one has a lot of alcohol in it and deals with detox. But, hey, this one should be good. It's worth reading. We'll see what happens. Maybe it doesn't live up to fight baits big his love of it we'll see uh, so that's it for this episode of spark and manga review as usual i'm your hosan thank you i appreciate you guys are listening continue listening i'm gonna keep going on keep pushing keep coming out with new stuff and keep making you guys proud of me just like i said send me email send me quotes on itunes on dig anywhere i'd appreciate it i'd like it and thank you, and like I said, as usual, this is your host Zahn, and I am Gonsville. <laughs>